at the time it seemed like 20 Chinese dudes like just punching us. <laughs> Literally like I, I thought I was gonna die. He's like, be very careful the next words you say. <laughs> I'm looking looking directly at the police and he's he's kinda looking back out and he's like, man, they're outside. Pretty much made our blood run cold. Today, Entrepreneur House listeners, we have a very special guest who is going to tell a story about getting kidnapped in China. We wanted to feature this episode because when traveling abroad, one of the major fears is getting kidnapped. And it's no wonder we have this fear. We see television shows and movies with conspiracy, espionage, and kidnapping all the time. These ideas are injected into our subconscious mind and keeps us afraid when traveling to other countries. Our guest, Winston Carter, will address this very issue. This episode will have you on the edge of your seat while you hear how the Chinese mafia kidnapped Winston, how it catapulted him to build a six-figure business in four months and why Winston still travels the world and even back to China after escaping from this. It is a story of suspense and empowerment and one that you don't want to miss. Meet the kid that went from getting kidnapped in China to building a $100,000 online business in just four months. Winston Carter, he's a golden boy. Winston recently stayed with us at the Entrepreneur House in Chiang Mai. When you meet Winston, it's easy to assume that he's fresh out of high school and probably spends his days studying hard, chasing a degree at a university in New Zealand like most people his age. It's easy to assume that because he's just 20 years old, that he's no different than anyone else. Last month, Winston traveled to Thailand to spend a month with us at the Entrepreneur House. One evening, as we were chatting about business, Winston drops a subtle line that he was once kidnapped in China. Wait, what? He had this cheeky grin on his face and in a humble way shook his head and said it was true. Tell us the story we demanded. And Winston engaged a half dozen successful global entrepreneurs for the next 20 minutes about how he went from getting kidnapped by the Chinese mafia to making and building a $100,000 business in just four months. This is his story. All right, welcome to the show, Winston. Thanks, Chris. So... The other night, we were sitting at uh, a restaurant, we were having a drink, and you told us that you'd been kidnapped by the Chinese mafia. Yeah, we did. We didn't. <laughs> it did happen. So, uh, so, what happened? Tell us, tell, us, tell us what happened. What happened? Okay. So, basically, it was, uh, it was January this year, 2015, um, and me, it was myself, my cousin, uh, two buddies of ours, we had, uh, we had just gone to China. We thought, you know, China's a cool place. Let's go visit. Um, and so, yeah, we headed over there, um, showed up and, and, you know, as, as you do, young dudes go out and, and you want to experience a little bit of the nightlife and, and see, uh, see the, the other side of China. Towards the end of the night, we, uh, we kind of lost everybody. We kind of got a little bit separated from, uh, from the group, me and my cousin. So, you know, we're, we're there and, kind of looking for a way home and we're uh we couldn't find like we we didn't know where anybody was we, we it's like china we can't talk to anybody uh and so we're uh yeah we're, we're kind of freaking out a little bit and it's um we're like oh damn let's let's go get a taxi and we'll, we'll just try try to talk to them and um so so we roll up and we get, get this taxi and and we go well we we kind of knew the area where, where we wanted to go what what it's called but we, we were just you know we were trying to fumble our way home and, and uh and so we, we're there talking to the taxi this this guy comes up out of, out of the blue and he's like oh you know you guys you uh you, you want to get home like where, where are you going and we go oh we we 
going to this hotel, like we kind of knew the name of it. I can't remember what it was called, but he's uh, he's like, oh yeah, man, like no no problem. I'll I'll get you home if we can share a taxi. Um, and we're like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like you know, <laughs> nice, nice Chinese guy helping us out, man. That's like should have should have been. Uh, the innocent white people walking out. Yeah, yeah. dude. We just had a it's a good Samaritan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, we, we jump in the taxi with this guy and, and he's like, yeah, dude, so like, where are you from? And we're like, you know, just, just talking to him, just telling him everything about us. And, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, you, uh, you guys going home already? Like, I got this party you can go to. And, and we're like, oh. Yeah, all right. Like, it's only six thirty. Like we, we in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the morning, we still got a little bit of time to party, and so uh, and yeah, I mean, like it was it was a dumb move. Like we should have we should have been a bed man. <laughs> and, uh, and but you know, at the time, I was like, yeah, this, like, this sounds like a good idea. So <laughs> at the time, it always yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so he tells the taxi driver in uh, in, in Chinese, he's like, you know, gives him an address or something like that, mm-hmm. and. uh and we, we go to this place and it's, it's kind of like this pokey kind of little bar looking thing. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, no, it's a really good party up here. Like, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, we, we get out and, um, you head up the stairs. It was, it was kind of like a back thing. You go up all these stairs and stuff. And then, um, and we're up there and then there's like a, there's a bar and we, we grab a drink each and, um, and then all of a sudden, it's it's kind of you know we're just having a good time and stuff. And it's like, damn, it's like you know it's getting up to it's like seven o'clock. We should probably leave and go home. Like <laughs> probably do do some sightseeing or something. And so we uh, so it's like a uh, like an older bar, like a hole in the wall kind of, or um, like, a nicer nicer to, bar. To be honest, man, I I can't remember like, a lot of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, as far as I'm, I don't remember it being like a real nice place or anything. But were there other people in there? Not, not really. Okay. No. <laughs> so just there were Chinese guys, but like no other tourists. And so gotcha. we go, and then we go to leave, and uh, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, like white guys, you gotta pay, uh, you gotta pay this fine. It's like thousand, uh, not a fine, like a, a, a tax. Yeah, like a tax for for a foreigner drinking, and it's like thousand dollars or something like that. And thousand US dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, and my cousin just looks at him uh, and he's like, "Dude, like we're not paying there. Like, come on, get get out of here." And uh, and and they're like, "No, like you you got to pay this money because you know you're drinking in our bar and stuff." And and uh, and it kind of escalated from there. It's like, "No, like, yes, no, and yes." And then next minute, like uh, I was getting bailed into this room, <laughs> and my cousin was getting bailed into another room. Oh. And there was like. Probably at the time it seemed like twenty Chinese dudes like just punching us and like kicking us and stuff. But you were separate. In yeah, separate yeah, we were separated. Uh, and he kind of fights us into this room, and then uh, uh-huh. and then and then I like fight my way out, and I like look look out here with this rustling going on and stuff. And then I just I always remember, man, my cousin was in the <laughs> in the other room, and he's like fighting these dudes, and they're all hanging off of me, just looks straight in my eyes, and he's like, dude, I had a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> had a bad feeling and uh and then i was like yeah man i'm sorry because it was pretty much all me saying like yeah dude let's go party like and he's like oh, uh, you're like, the right, i'll follow okay. you like i'll look after you and so because he's, he's a bit older than me so uh-huh. and uh and, and so i was like damn <laughs> and uh and we get pulled back into the rooms and stuff like that and uh so and, so you're back together no, no no so we're in separate rooms okay and uh 
and there's all this rustling. I'm just like in, in my room, just looking at the floor, just <laughs> not not you know making any eye contact with these guys or anything. Like, like that. these guys were punching you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So after after like a little bit, I just uh, you know there's no point in fighting back. I was just like, come on, stop, guys. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll do what you want. I go sit down, and, and they're like, yeah. they, they were pretty good after that. They, they were pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty good, man. Like, shout out to them. No. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so so we're sitting down, and uh, and. They're, they're kind of like talking amongst themselves or something. And then this like this huge jacked up Chinese dude comes sit next to me. And he's like, obviously there to like keep a tab on me or whatever. Right. And he sits down and he starts cracking his knuckles. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, it's such a cliche, man. Like, right. <laughs> you don't need to do that. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah. So I, I hear like all this, uh, you know, this kind of, you know, banging and stuff going on in the other room. And, uh-huh. and, uh, and, they they were you know they come do the same thing to me. It's obviously like they're getting all your stuff out of your pockets. Like they they want to see what you got. Right. Um. And so he he grabs out my um, my phone and my wallet and that's all that's all I had on me at the time. And my cousin actually had uh, he had like a thousand he had like two thousand Australian dollars um, uh-huh. kind of hidden somewhere on him. They found that and obviously took it. Um. And so yeah, and so they they're looking through my wallet, and I had like the equivalent of like forty dollars <laughs> left in there, and okay. you could just see like that was so disappointed. Like, <laughs> pull the cash out, and he like gets my wallet, and he just like throws it on the ground as hard as he can in front of me. I'm like, damn. Uh oh. And uh, and and then he's um, he's looking through my wallet, and he like sees my license, I think it was, or something like that. And then uh, actually behind my license, I. Uh, it was a fatal mistake. I had uh, I had my boss's credit card for this um, for this real estate company I was working for in New Zealand, and uh-huh. I, I like didn't even know I had it on me. I'd uh, I'd physically taken all my cards out before I went out and stuff like that, and it's like, oh man, you know, there's this card, and uh, and and so they find that, and they're like, oh yeah, cool, we <laughs> we got this, and uh, and and they're looking through my phone at the same time, and they're like looking at all the pictures I've taken of China and. Uh, uh-huh. And, and they basically, he comes down and he looks at me and he's like, uh, kind of in broken English. He's like, why are you come to China? Like, what are you doing here? Who are you? And, um, it seemed like they, it seemed like they were interrogating me. Like they, they just wanted to know everything about me. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so I, I was just telling them, I was like, <laughs> and at the time it was, it was, it was freaky because I was like, you know, I'll be honest, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> and so, but it was like such a sobering moment. So I was just like thinking like, man, like what can I tell them that's going to give me the least chance of them taking me out the back and like harvesting my organs or whatever. You know? <laughs> right. And so I was like, yeah, man, we're, we're with 20 guys. Like we're, we're here, uh, you know, we're all here for, um, for a function or something like that. And I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was, it was something to that effect. And uh-huh. they, they were obviously asking my cousin the same questions and, and, we probably gave completely different answers, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, that, that's uh, that's what they're doing. And then he uh, he goes he goes goes out and comes back in with a, a piece of um, receipt paper, and he's like, he's like, be very careful the next words you say. And I was like, all right. And he gives me the piece of paper and he gives me the pen. And he's like, or he's like, oh, he keeps a pen or something like that. And he's like what's the pin code for this card? Like, tell us and don't screw with us. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, at that point, man, I was just like, you can have the pin code. <laughs> I, right. I don't know, man. Right. So, uh, so wrote it down for them and um, they, they like bail out um, the, the muscly dudes, basically. They like bail out and go, obviously, to, to take the cash out from an ATM somewhere. Um, and it seemed like it went on for hours. Like, I was just sitting there and then, well, uh, what seemed like the boss guy, he uh, he comes into the room and he's he's kind of this older guy. 
and he sits down in front of me and he's he's like you know so where are you from and it's kind of it was really weird it's kind of like he's trying to um you know not comfort me but just like kind of just talk to me and like talk me through it because he like, i was probably looking like i was struggling man yeah, i'm <laughs> probably look great um, <laughs> he's like yeah and so, so where are you from i'm like new zealand he like didn't didn't really know where that was and I was like, yeah, New Zealand's by Australia. He's like, oh, Zinzi Land or something like that. Yeah. The Chinese thing is like, Zinzi Land. I was like, yeah, Zinzi Land. He's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And, uh, and then he looks at me dead in the eyes. He's like, you're not in Zinzi Land now, white boy. Whoa. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I was like, That's yeah. like something you see straight off of a movie. Dude, right? It was crazy, man. Like, I, couldn't, I could hardly believe it just happened. I was like, dude, uh, yeah, man, okay. Yeah. I'm in your city, like, whatever. I, uh-huh. I'll just stand here and... Uh, and and so yeah, he said something else, and then rolls back out. And then basically, they come back and they uh, they they give me my the card back, and then they give me my phone back, which was I, I guess you can track your phone or something like that. They mm-hmm. don't they don't want it. Um, and then and then so I'm sitting there for a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> are they going to kill me now? Or like, you know, it's just kind of waiting there awkwardly. And then um, from the other room, I hear this like this laughter. Where, where my cousin was and I'm like damn what, what's going on over there like, uh-huh. what are they doing to him and uh and and then I'm, I'm sitting there and the dude comes one of the guys come in and he's he got this little bottle of water for me and it's like gives it to me I'm like thanks man and he nods at me I'm like uh-huh. you know this, this is getting kind of weird and then uh and then one of the guys comes he's like yeah man come come out like you, you can come back now and uh and I get up and walk out of the room and I'm like I walk into uh, I walk into the other room and it's like I'm st- my cousin and this this older Chinese boss dude are like sitting down like the oldest of pals, man. <laughs> okay. And he's got a beer in his hand. He's, he's Your holding, cousin, or yeah, the, he's yeah. holding a Heineken in his hand, and the, the the boss has got a Heineken in his hand, and he's like he's sitting down there talking about global politics, which is uh, yeah the weirdest thing, right? And it's uh it's basically my cousin is is like. He's really into that stuff, and he's uh-huh. like, you know, he's what he talks about <laughs> with me. And so, so how'd they get onto that subject? Like, so right. he, what? What he told me afterwards, he's like, dude, I was watching this. Uh, I was watching this kidnapping show on Discovery Channel or something, and like, well, they said you should try and build a relationship with. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried it, man. I just started talking to them. I was like, I started talking about it like this, and he didn't want to know. Then this, and he didn't want to know. Then I started talking about politics, and he like looked at me and. Uh, and uh-huh. we started this conversation, and, and uh, yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was like some something like the US collapsing, or you know, put your money into gold, or something like that. And, uh-huh. and this guy, like, yeah, he was captivated by him. And, and my cousin, like, if, if you ever meet him, he's uh, he's a talker man. Like, he can. Uh-huh. He was one of the top uh, salesmen for, for all sorts of stuff in Australia, and okay. so he, he's definitely uh, you know he's not your average sort of Joe Joe Blow when it comes to that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, so he's, he's talking to him. And uh, and I walk into this room. I see them, and and this guy looks up and he looks at me. He's like, "Oh man, like, you know, do you want a beer with us?" And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And he gives me this beer, cracks it for me, and uh, gives it. And I'm like, I-, I couldn't believe it at that point. I was just like, "Man, what, what is going on?" Uh-huh. And uh, and and so they're talking a little bit more. I'm like awkwardly like standing there like, <laughs> having a sip of this beer. And then like, all right, guys. So you you probably go now. It's like it's getting pretty late, pretty early. It was, and uh, and and he he knew. I think he somehow they knew where we were. I think I had like the the um. Turns out I had the the 
business card of the hotel we were staying at or something yeah. and that i don't, don't exactly know how it happened but they basically called us a taxi and took us exactly where we needed to go um, <laughs> that was nice of them yeah it was uh, and, and, did, did you cousin did they take his card too or is, yeah so or so all him? up he uh so all up i lost about 400 bucks from from my boss um uh-huh. from his card my cousin lost um he lost i think he had a he had a whole bunch of Aussie money on him and then some money from his cards it was like it was a couple of thousand bucks okay. by the time it all added up, and so he uh, he was less happy than I was. <laughs> of course, I was just happy to get out with my life and like four hundred bucks. And it was your boss's money, which <laughs> <laughs> um, did did they they didn't give you the cards back, or they just told you they they did they gave they us gave the cards card. back and everything, man. <laughs> they took the cash. They didn't give us the cash back, but as uh-huh. it turns out, um, we're, we're walking out to this taxi, and uh-huh. the dude turns us around and is like, "Yeah, guys, so." Uh, we got you a taxi. Here's uh, he gave me like the exact amount of money from uh, from what he took from my wallet. It was like forty bucks or something. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. so you're gonna need some money for the taxi. Here you go. And and at that, I was just like, man, what a nice guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what a, and uh, I, that's what he's uh, what he's saying. He's like, yeah, like uh, through all my business, I'm a gentleman. That's that was like his mantra. And I was like, yeah, yes, okay. you are, sir. So, like, <laughs> and uh, and so he gives us a thing like my cousin hops in. I'm like, dude, like, thank you for not killing me. And I give him this hug. I like you hugged him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still got my beer in my hand. I'm like, this is the nicest kidnapping that's ever happened, man. <laughs> and uh, and we jump in the taxi. And that guy talks to the guy. And he's like, yeah. So take them home and stuff. And then he goes like, yeah. So guys, like, you're gonna go home now. But uh, just remember, we know where you're staying. Uh-huh. Uh, and and like, have a nice night, basically. So he's like, just fight off a one warning final shot. goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and it was like one of the quietest, awkwardest like rides home I've ever had with my cousin. Because <laughs> we're like, always like talking it. about stuff. We're just like contemplating our life, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You're> like, Holy <laughs> crap! What yeah. just happened to us? Yeah, 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 pretty much. And we like we get there and say, like, "Damn, did that just happen, man?" And uh-huh. yeah, and so it was it was like a. Um, it was a weird sleep that we had. <laughs> like. We got home. It was like really late, really tired. Did you like bolt dead bolt like all the locks on the the, mm. the door when you got back? Yeah, to man. And and so that's half the story. And so we got home and uh. we went to bed and then woke up the next morning and uh, the other guys didn't even know about us. <laughs> and I like sent them the weirdest texts like when we were in the taxi and. Uh-huh. Uh, I was looking at it the next day, and it was basically like, "Hey, man, uh, me and EJ got kidnapped. Just thought I'd give you a heads up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, can you come get us?" <laughs> and and uh, I get this call the next morning. He's like, "Man, like, I got this text. Like, is that a joke or something? Like, are you guys okay?" And and then uh, I was just like, "Man, come come over, and we'll tell you about it." And so uh-huh. um, ran through the whole story with him, and then um, and he's like. Wow, <laughs> he, he can believe it. He's like, hey, so you're not joking me? Like, yeah. And and so basically, the plan was to go to the embassy to get um <clears throat> to get like an insurance, or we didn't really know what we were doing. Like, we we thought going to the embassy would get us like that help us basically. Right. Um, but the goal was to try to get travel insurance because I had travel insurance and my cousin didn't. But um, I was just gonna you know try to get something. Sure. Um, and so we spent like most of the day trying to find the embassy, couldn't find it. Turned out they had moved and stuff to like the other side of, of Shanghai, which is a huge place. So, um, it, it turned out to be that night we were actually still, it was like getting dark that, that night. And we, we decided to go to the police station to, to try file a police report or something like that. Um, and so we, we hit up to this one and, and like they, they didn't make it any secret that they just <clears throat> didn't really care. Like, they didn't really want to know. They were just, you know, putting us in the queue and, 
you know, trying to, it's all in like Chinese and English. So it's like painfully difficult to like tell them what happened. And they, um, but yeah, so, so we were getting, we were getting this report like half done uh-huh. and, and it was just about finished. Like we were just about there. And then, uh, cause, cause the thing was like, he, he needs to know where it happened. He's like, well, if you don't know where it happened, like I can only give you this. And, and, uh, and so he's plugging away doing this thing. And then, uh, and I pull out the receipt from, from where the taxi dropped us off because it picks us up and drops us off and it gives you a receipt. And I was like, oh, you got this. I didn't even know I had it. And, uh, and he looks at it and he's like, oh, yeah, so this is where it happened. Uh, so we can't help you. You have to go to the police station in this area. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he's like, yeah, so I can't finish your report. Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> and we're like, oh, man. <laughs> we were just about there. And so, so uh-huh. basically we went to uh, one more police station that said the same thing, sent us to another one. And... Uh, and we go there and we run through the whole story again. Like, you know, we got kidnapped. And this is still yeah. the day after. Yeah, yeah this is okay. the day after. And, uh, and and they're like, oh, okay, cool. We're like, jump. So this is where it said it happened. Uh, jump in the car with us and, like, take us around and point out where it happened. Um, and we're like, okay, cool. What did you think in that moment, though? When they um, were like- at, at the moment, like, we were a little skeptical, like, uh-huh. um, can can we just stay here and yeah. <laughs> and can we Google Earth it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're like, no, you got to jump in the car because, like, you can just point out where heaven. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, trusting a Chinese guy again. <laughs> here mm-hmm. we go. And uh, and so we we're in and we're we're driving around. At this point, it's like dark again. So and it's China, man. It's like it all looks the same. It's hard to <laughs> hard to recognize anything. So we uh-huh. we drove around for like probably fifteen minutes, um, trying to trying to find the the bar and it's uh we, we can find it and um during that time the the guy was there were two cops in the in the front seat and then me and my cousin in the back and mm-hmm. they're uh they're, they're talking in chinese and you know <laughs> yeah they're going on then the dude jumps on his phone and he's like rings somebody up or radio somebody in chinese and and doing all that and we can't find it so we're just like go back to the police station basically and we're waiting there to try and get them to like um, do the report and, and we, we're just sitting there waiting, waiting in the, in the police station and, um, you know, waiting there for a long time. And then randomly off the street, this, uh, this guy rolls in and he, um, he, he walks in looks directly at us and, and he says something in Chinese and then he, he walks back out. And, uh, my buddy Cam, who, who was, um, who was there with us, who was pretty much showing us around China, he, he speaks a little bit of Chinese. So he, um, we're like, you know, what, what did he say? And it was pretty weird. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, that guy said he, re- he recognized you guys from the, from the bar last night. Oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And we're like, well, we went, we did go to a lot of bars to be fair. So I like, hopefully it was like one of the other ones, but right. it was, like pretty much made our blood run cold, you know? Yeah. So it's like, man. And, uh, and, and so we're there, it was like kind of tried to brush it off and we're like, no, nah, it should be fine. Like just, hopefully they're nearly done with the, with the report and stuff. And, and, uh, and we're there and then the guy, the same guy walks back into the police station. This time we're like looking at him and he, he sort of pokes his head in the door and he, uh, he's looking at us and then he walks back out. But you didn't recognize the guy. We, no, no, we, we, we didn't uh, recognize him, but okay. he, uh, he obviously recognized us. And, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so he looks in the door, uh, looks at us and then looks back out and then walks back out. And, um, and at that point, we were like starting to freak out. We're like, you know, this this can't be right. Like, why why would they go do that? Right. And uh, and then the, the the scariest part was, I was like, the the my cousin. He goes, man, like I'm pretty sure he's across the road looking at us. And and we look out, and there's like a bunch of people walking past. It's a busy place, and uh, 
we see this guy waiting across the road, just standing there, <clears throat> um, looking at us and, and just kind of staring us down. Right. And, and we're like, man, this isn't right. Like we, we, sh- we should probably get out of here. And we're like, no, we, no, we need the report. We, you know, we, we just stay. And, um, and so we're, we're there and, and we're waiting and, um, and then I'll never forget it. Like my my cousin, he's, I'm looking looking directly at the police, and he's he's kind of looking back out, and he's like, "Man, they're outside." And and I was just I couldn't believe it, man. I, I turn around, and it's like the dudes that 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 uh, you know beat us up and took our money, basically kidnapped us. They were outside. They're, they're outside, like all of them. Like, like the guys, like, I recognize that guy. Like that's the guy that, that right. told me I'm not in Zinzinland. <laughs> and and I was like, at that point, like I was, I was just. My mind just flashed back to all the like the the mafia movies and the gangster movies and stuff. It's like, what happens when uh-huh. the when the dudes snitch on the mafia? Oh yeah, like right. it usually doesn't end well. And uh, and yeah, so we we freaked out and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and and we're like, yeah, like cops are like those are the guys, you know, like go 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 arrest them or something. Uh-huh. And uh, and and the cops the cops actually pointed. They're like, so those are the guys that. Like they, they obviously knew, man. And, mm-hmm. Um, people just don't roll up like that out of coincidence, right? And and yeah, and so they go um in Chinese as well. So like we didn't know what they're saying, and, and right. they're like they're you know they're saying in Chinese they're getting heated and stuff. They're like pretty much saying like go outside and talk to them. The and, cops were telling yeah, you to yeah, go outside. The, and the talk cops to are them. telling us to get out their police station, go talk to these guys, and uh, and we're like, no, man, like we we're, we're not, <laughs> we're staying right here. And it's uh, at that point, it was like so freaky because it was like we we're trapped. Basically, the, these guys are out on the street. There's this tiny kind of little police station where the cops are all behind the counters, uh-huh. and we're just in like this little safe zone in like this big glass fishbowl looking police station with the, you know, like like do we camp here? Like, are we going to stay here forever? <laughs> right. And the cops are like, no, and go go talk to them. And so we kind of like open the door and we kind of just shout out like, we just want insurance, like. <laughs> 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 and they're like, yeah, no, it's fine. I like, come out, and we're like, no, we're gonna stay here. And uh-huh. and, uh, and and then the and they're like, they had a smile on their face and something like, no, come out, it's fine. And and so we, we walk out and it's and we're like, yeah, do so. Like you trusted that smile. Like, yeah, yeah, smile. yeah, yeah. How could you not? Man? <laughs> <laughs> the nice old man. Yeah. And and he's uh, we're like, yeah. So dude, like, we want insurance. Like we're not trying to get you in trouble. Blah, blah, blah. And he, he uh, I think he kind of understood us or something like that. And he's yeah. like, yeah, like, you guys, uh, you know, I liked you guys. Like, we're, we're sorry about kidnapping you. Like, come back to our thing and we'll give you your money back. And, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Like, he said that. And we're like, nah, like, nah, don't worry about it. Like, you, you keep the money. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just no going out. No we're we're just going. And, uh, and we're about to, like, try and just, like, leave everything. Uh-huh. Um, and then... And then Cam's girlfriend, who is Chinese, um, she's like, "No, nah, man, like, screw, screw those guys. Like, they, they took your money. I, I got this friend. So I, I met this other girl at, at the club um, at, at a bar before before it all went down. And, and uh-huh. she spoke um, she spoke good English and Chinese. She was kind of like a translator. She was at the police station with her. Yeah. Well, yeah. so we, we called her up. We're like, "Can can you come down and sort the situation out? Because like we can't. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we we had bailed back into the police station at that point because there's like more and more of them showing up, and all of a sudden it's like this. Instead of like five guys, it seemed like the ten guys outside. And uh-huh. Um. And then the cops are going outside talking to the gangsters and walking back out and be like, "Yeah, man, you gotta like you gotta go now. Like we we don't want you. You know, this is how we do stuff in China. Like we we just settle it here and and." 
uh, we settle it back there and like, we'll give you your money back. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> and, uh, and so this, this girl uh, comes down from wherever she lives and she comes to the police station. She like, uh, walk, like pushes through all these guys outside and like walks into the police station, walks up to us and she's like, yeah, so, so what happened? Like they took your money. Oh no, man, that, 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 that's, like, we can't have that basically. And she, uh-huh. uh, how much they take? And like, tell her, tell her. And then she's like, all right, all right, cool, cool. Walks back out, goes out of the police station, like walks straight up to the to the older guy who's like the leader. Of the, the boss guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the boss guy. And she's like, just starts yelling at this guy in Chinese. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, and he starts yelling back at her. And they're like, it's like, man, when Chinese people like, when they're just having a normal argument, it sounds like they're about to like knife each other or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when they're having like a heated argument, it's like people like stopping walking, like looking like, what's, right. what's the kerfuffle going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're like, shit, man, like, we, we should go help her. And, uh, uh-huh. and so we, we walk out and we're like trying to, trying to like, you know, trying to gingerly like break it up, but not really. <laughs> as gently as possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we're sorry, man. And, uh-huh. and then the cops are like, uh, the cops uh, telling her basically to, to calm down or she'll get arrested. Right. Um, and, and like, just quiet down because you're making a, <clears throat> you're making a ruckus. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, no, and she, so they're yelling at each other. And, and we, I'm just keep telling her, I'm like, like, we don't want the money. Like, just come on, they just leave. Like we're trying to pull her away basically. And, and then the, the Chinese are like pointing at us and pointing at her. And, and, uh, and, and at that point I was like, uh, there's, there's a whole group and then it was all like the Cam's girlfriend got into it and it's just like it was getting ugly I was just like man I'm bailing like right. <laughs> I've told them like a hundred times I don't want the money I don't want anything so I walked off and uh, probably about five minutes later I get this call from her and she's like where'd you go I, I can't can't see you I'm like, I'm so you, just, walked, you were just walking down the street I just walked down the street yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah dude I was like my head was spinning I was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not real willing to die of a $400 man. Right. Like, I, I don't care but uh, the Chinese, they they love their money, man. Like they they don't they don't like anyone taking it or anything like that. Okay. So so yeah, walked off um, and then get this call. I like go a little bit down the street. And she's like, "I'll oh, come back. It's all good." I was like, "Really? Like you know, like what do they do to you? Are they are they holding you captive or something?" Right. She's like, "Yeah, it's all good." And I come back and uh, so I walk back and uh, and everyone's gone. Like there's nobody nobody left there. Um, and Your cousins kid, are still there. You oh yeah, yeah. So none, none of like the, the gangsters or the cops okay. or anything. Okay. Um. And and it, she's got this wad of money in her hand, and she's got like two thousand dollars worth of of Chinese kwai kwai. Uh-huh. Uh, and and it's she walks up to us, and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, like, what the heck did you say? Man? Right. And uh, and she's like, ah, oh, so good. Like, we should probably get out of here though, because you know they might follow us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I was like, it, it was it was crazy, man. It was like a movie. Like we jumped jumped into this taxi and we just like told him to to just drive or like just get out of here. Right. And uh and and so we're going. And we're like looking around everywhere, and it's like we stuck out like a sore thumb because we're like white guys course, in, in yeah. China and. Uh, and we went to like a McDonald's, I think it was, and we like bound down the back of McDonald's to get this booth, and we're like trying to trying to hide. In McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, and uh, I think your hideouts in the back of McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so, but um, in in the in the taxi on the way to McDonald's, um, I, I was basically asked, her, I was like, how how in the heck did you get our money back? Uh-huh. Um, and she she looks at me and she goes, oh, that, those guys, like, don't worry about those those guys. They're uh, they're reasonably just small time type of people because they were claiming to be the mafia the whole time uh-huh. like we're the Chinese mafia blah, sure. blah, blah. and uh, and she's like yeah, yeah that, those guys are just uh, they're basically just thugs like don't uh, the, my it's like her, her sister's boyfriend or something like that she's like yeah my sister's boyfriend 
is uh, the third in charge of all of Shanghai. And, uh, and I just told them that and I just like had to like, had to beat it into them a little bit, but I told them that and they just gave you all your money back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, man. <laughs> oh my God. What a twist of events. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, you couldn't write this stuff, man. You can make it up. Yeah. And, and I was just like, like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to like. I don't want to like uh, you know offend you or do anything in any way. I'm basically like scared of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be so respectful, and then uh, and then yeah. So we we went to um, we went to this hotel and finally bailed, um, and then got out of Shanghai the very next day. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah. And it, it was uh, it was scary. Like the one last thing that happened was the the kind of like made my heart stop was we went to this hotel and uh and went to sleep and because it got late again that night. It was probably three it's o'clock. The same hotel. No, it's a different one. So you guys moved hotels. Yeah, moved it's moved smart. hotels. Yeah. yeah, and we're like we we like didn't know like what capabilities they had or whether they would even try and track us down. But in our head, it's like yes, they're definitely going to try and come and yeah and kill us or yeah. something, you know. And uh and so we go to sleep. It was like three a.m. and then um we had planned to get out of uh, get out of Shanghai real early the next day. <laughs> and me and my cousin are sharing this room and. Uh, and and Cam's girlfriend comes down and she like she claims she didn't like know it was an accident or something, but she was just screwing with us. Like she she walks down real early in the next morning, just like starts banging on the door, like pounding as hard as she can, uh-huh. and like it wakes us up because we're like really tired and it's just like my whole body. Oh yeah, like, like, my mouth went dry and I was like. Man, like this is oh. it. Like I just pictured them like taping us up in their room, and like, that's the last straw. Yeah, yeah, and I like go out and like look through the uh, the little peephole thing in the in the thing. I don't see anybody. I was just like slowly open it, and then like she's laughing down the hall at us. <laughs> oh man! Like, don't joke about that stuff, man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Go ahead. Where did you go after Shanghai? Then you split town and went to uh... split town. Yeah, we uh, we went to Eu, which is a um, like a manufacturing town. And did you fly or take a bus? Uh, we or... took a train. train. And um, the like probably the last thing that like that that story kind of made us do was uh, was we brought some tasers in Eu, which was a pretty bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we were just walking along the sidewalk and this uh, this. You know, these hustlers, these chicks, like, they're just trying to sell anything. And she's, like, trying to sell us this camera or something. And, like, no, we don't want that. And um, and then she whips out this torch and, like, presses a button. It's, like, one of those prod taser things that's, like, makes this huge cracking sound. And we're, like, wow, okay. Like, uh-huh. we'll buy some of them. <laughs> and we're, like, uh, I think we bought, like, five tasers off her or something. It was ridiculous. It's, like, uh-huh. what are we thinking? But uh, we got them cheap and stuff. And then, um, and then idiots like we we try and take them through uh train security uh made it through like the first couple of times and then i got patted down uh probably on my th- third try and they're like so what's this thing i'm like it's a torch uh-huh. and takes it out and there's a woman's looking at it, and she sits off the taser and it's like oh my god <laughs> and uh yeah i just see like the chinese officials they're like you're coming with us man <laughs> so uh yeah so that was that was the last thing it wasn't too bad they just uh took took me aside and took down my passport number and stuff like that but um yeah made it made it out alive from that one as well so that's cool congratulations <laughs> so, oh yeah, man so i'm going back there on sunday this sunday <laughs> going back to shanghai going back to shanghai but not the same neighborhood yeah? uh don't know man I, I don't know where i'm going in shanghai oh, leave it again over the cam so 
but yeah, they only make that mistake once, man. Like you, you only trust the dodgy Chinese guy in a taxi once in your life. Like you ruined my trust. <laughs> so. Yeah, you ruined every other Chinese, the dodgy Chinese guy's hopes of uh, kidnapping me from the future. So. Yeah, so, and you still like even after this experience, you're still stra- traveling abroad, uh, the Thailand. What other countries you've been to? Um, yeah, so I, I've been to Japan, Taiwan, China. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thailand, obviously, and, and <clears throat> just Australia. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was after the event. Like, it, it was scary at the time, and like, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, obviously. But <laughs> um, it, it was, it, it was also like um, that was that was living at its finest, man. It was like the the feelings that you get there. Is, is, oh yeah, yeah, man. It, it was like um, you you couldn't you can't simulate that feeling you can right. like uh, literally like I, I thought I was gonna die like I was I was more sure than not that I was wasn't gonna make it out of that room uh-huh. and uh, it's an incredible feeling man it's like when you <laughs> when you get out it's like a new lease on life or whatever but <laughs> so how do you see life differently as opposed to before um well it's I I don't think I I look at it differently on a day to day basis but it's um it, it, it was just you know, it, was, it kind of just opened my eyes to the fact like it's it can be taken away from you that easy. Like, right. When, you know, no matter how far or close we were to having it actually happen, like it, I actually highly doubt that looking back that they would have done anything. But um, just at the time when you're thinking that and, and you're feeling that and you're like, um, you know, that that's what's going on in, in your head, it, it doesn't matter what they're going to do. It's like you'll be the same feeling basically. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was um yeah, just just makes you think that you know you it can be taken away at any point. So, you know, why would you just uh, you know meander along in a sort of cold, timid kind of life path? You know, you might, uh, as well, might as well live to the fullest. I think <laughs> sounds cliche, right? No, no, completely. I mean, <laughs> I've never been kidnapped by Chinese mafia, but I can imagine. You know, I would want to live life more, a little bit more full afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's like you can you can go two ways. You can either you know get back get back on the horse and like. <laughs> Have another, have another go, or just um, you know, be scared the rest of your life that it might happen again. So um, you've had a bit of uh, success in the past few months in your business. Do you think that experience has helped you catapult your ambitions to create the life that you have now um, with business or earning money or however it may be? Yeah, I mean, um, so like looking back, there's actually been like two pivotal moments in my life. Basically, there was uh, one was reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as everybody says, it like basically took me off the school path. Like I didn't I didn't want to do that. But at the time, uh, I was I was working for this guy in real estate um, who who I lost some of his money, and so that's a different story. Like I had to call them up and tell them like I lost some money and I got kidnapped, and they're just like you idiot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I got fired from that job, and like at the time, um, that was that was like that was like what I wanted to do, man. I, I was going like, to be like yeah. a real estate guy. Yeah. Um, and so I I got back to New Zealand like a couple of days after it all happened and uh basically sat me down, gave me the hard word. He's like, dude, like you can't you can't do that, like right. see you later. Yeah. Um and so that was that was probably one of the toughest you know, kinda of adversity sort of things that I had to deal with more so than, than actually getting kidnapped because that was that was what I wanted to do and that was my life at that uh, point. Yeah. So uh so I, yeah, I mean I didn't have a job, didn't have anything and, and so um kind of had to you know start again start you know start my own thing and and that's kind of what um uh (laughs) kind of what um got me into the into the 
thought like I, I just remembered thinking like uh, you know i saw so much in china like maybe i can import some of that stuff and like sell it you know that's so cheap and, and and so i researched it and i researched it for like um you know months and months and, mm-hmm. and basically was uh you know unemployed in my room <laughs> from the outside I looked like i was being a bum man like it was right. it was kind of a tough time it, it kind of sucked but um yeah i just looked into it and i was like you know started started doing a little bit of it and um and the last four months, it's blown up. It's it's enabled me to to come back to Thailand and back to China ultimately. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, like if, if that had never happened, like who knows where I'd be now? I'd probably still be doing that real estate thing. Right. Uh, and I was kind of like as apprentice, so I was getting paid like two hundred dollars a week and stuff like that, and just doing all the crappy jobs. And, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I mean now it's it's like insane. Like I could never have pictured myself, you know, be here now than you know just eight months ago or 10 months ago, whatever, when it, when it actually all happened, it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. It's, it's, it's cool. What a wild ride. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so, um, let's see the past four months you hit, uh, six figures in your business. Is that right? Yeah. So just like two days ago. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah I need to do an update on Facebook for you. On that. Yeah. 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 Um, so yes. Yeah, so, so hit, uh, basically been, doing it for like four months uh solidly with actually good capital and shout out to mom and dad for the initial startup money but uh yeah hit a hit hundred thousand us dollars uh in sales which is you know incredible it's, congratulations it's insane, man. Yeah. so um <laughs> it's working out you know it's just trying to keep it up and trying the moral of the story if you ever get kidnapped in china don't worry too much because You'll end up having a successful <laughs> business later down the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a successful business after like a lot of struggle and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of you know, yeah, a lot of self doubt. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, the result sexy. The, the the work and everything else is is not man. It's like, let's be honest. It's a lot of late nights and all that. But yeah, sure. It's you know, it's wouldn't have it any other way right now. It's it's cool. Good, good. Well, I'm glad you made it out alive. See if I make it out of the next one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you came to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So we're going to wrap things up there. Um, anything else you want to share with listeners before we close off? Um, I think that's about it. That's that's pretty much everything. If, uh, if you want to connect with me on Facebook, feel free. Okay. Um, just Winston Carter. So uh, I can <laughs> share a few more stories with you, something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on to the show uh, a second time, and thank you for sharing your story being brave enough to share your story. Um, but I think a lot of people get some good value out of it. Um, a lot of people fear traveling abroad because of that reason, getting kidnapped. Yeah. But uh, knowing that people are out there, out there that actually got kidnapped and still continue to travel yeah. and go back to the same city that yeah. they got kidnapped and it's just uh, a fluke uh, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. It doesn't happen that often. The, the, the good outweighs the bad, man. Put it, put it that way. It's, cool. uh, the experiences much outweigh the uh, any... Any small adversity you have along the way. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. What a champion. Eh? Kapum Kap, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks, and guys. That's a wrap. The Entrepreneur House is a travel and co-living experience for online entrepreneurs. Imagine spending one to two months in the world's most exotic cities with other successful entrepreneurs. Day to day you interact with other very driven and smart business people. Spending a long amount of time with them alters your business and your mentality around your business. Goals are set, new businesses are formed, new partnerships will develop, greater profit margins are achieved, and the productivity skyrockets for those living in the house. Our next house is in Rio de Janeiro, January 
January 20th to March 20th, 2016. For those of you that are interested, be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com website. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.